These past few weeks, we have endured some interesting and intense times in our national political environment and in our econ economics. Just last Sunday afternoon, a deal was announced regarding raising the debt limit for our national government. Finally, after days of standoffs and breakdowns, finally, a deal had been reached. And though some details had to be worked out, we pretty much knew that by Sunday evening that the debt ceiling would be raised before the August 2nd deadline, Tuesday. According to the polls that came out this week, there's not many people who are happy with the way that this was handled by either side of the aisle. More and more people suspect that our current political environment is so unhealthy that no one can do what is good for the country. An environment where politics has lost its principles, the notion of doing what is for the common good is all but dead. But we come here today and remind ourselves that there is a better way. So the second event that needs our attention on Monday night, as Congress was meeting and casting votes for the debt ceiling bill, in walks Representative Gabrielle Giffords. You remember that she is the representative from Arizona who was shot in the head at close range at a grocery store in January. So the mere fact that she is alive today is seen as a miracle, and her brave steps of recovery have been watched closely in the media. And then her first trip, her first steps into the chamber on Monday night, that was a dramatic and inspiring moment, causing Republicans and Democrats alike to stop their feuding long enough to clap for her and welcome her back to her office. But as incredible as that moment was, it was just another reminder of the brokenness of our national dialogue. Because you remember that she was injured and others were killed on that January day by someone who disagreed with her politics. We also have Norway as another example. So in an environment where politics can get you killed, the notion of doing dialogue and mutual forbearance is all but dead. But we come here today to remind ourselves that there is a better way. And the reason why we know this is because the Bible tells us so. Jesus told us about it. In Luke 6, on the Sermon on the Plain, which is called the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew, but I say to you that, listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not even withhold your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. 
These are the actual words of Jesus. And they are an affront to us, don't you think? It's a scandal because it's not the world that we live in. And it's not the pattern that we, by ourselves, would desire. But these are the words of life, given to us by the giver of life, because it is only through the death of all that is false that we recognize peace and goodness and beauty. This is the better way. Do unto others as you would have them do to you. This is called the golden rule. Our students in Muscatine schools learn this. And the golden rule is so important because it takes us beyond violence and retribution and payback and selfishness. And the golden rule takes us into the chamber of what is holy. For when I treat you with love and respect, without demanding that you do that in return, then both of our lives are enlightened by grace. This past week for my weekly column in the Muscatine Journal that, yes, comes every week, I wrote about compromise, and I said that to compromise is to promise together. To promise something together compromise. But in church, we can say it in even more explicit spiritual terms. To compromise is to say that I will let part of myself die, and when I don't have it my way, that opens up a space for something new to be born. So when I give myself to you, then I am saying, I am not defined by my resistance to you. Rather, I am defined my, by my ability to give myself to you. And that in dying, we become new creations. And that creates a hope for the future, to promise together. So to compromise is to believe and to act out death and Resurrection, the core of our faith. This is the better way. People nowadays use manufactured political paralysis and chronic gridlock to get their points across. People nowadays use guns and violence to get their point across. Have we really grown up in the last 3,000 years? In our country, we have lifted up politics to be the new religion. There's a fundamentalism in our politics that matches the worst impulses we have done to our religion. And instead of people gathering in sanctuaries on Sunday morning to gather up their praises and lift them up to God, rather, people stay home and watch politics on TV so that they know what they need to fear and they know what to be angry about. This is, of course, the sin, the sin of idolatry, 
the sin that we are all guilty of, including myself. And the end result of all of that is that we have to strive that much harder to be in relationship one with the other. John Calvin, the great reformer from which all Presbyterians and Reformed people draw their line back to, said it this way. If a man believes his own mind, it is certain that he will forsake God and forge some idol in his brain. Many young adults get their news from Jon Stewart, who has a show on Comedy Central called The Daily Show. He said this past week, talking about the release of the movie Soul Surfer, which tells the story of the young girl, the surfer who was attacked by a shark and lost her arm, but still came back and surfed once again. He said, speaking of this movie and our environment, he said, if a little girl can forgive the shark that attacked her, maybe America's leaders can reconcile. You see, the better way is out there. And people who aren't even in church on Sundays know what that better way is. So it's not like you have to be crazy to say that you actually believe all this Jesus stuff. It's like what I was reading in 2 Samuel this week. The story with all those long, funny Hebrew names that are hard to pronounce. And if you get caught up in all of that, then you might miss the beauty and the grace that is oozing from this story. You don't have to know about the history of Israel to get it, except to understand that David is now the king, and he's reaching out to the family of Saul, who was the king before David. All you have to know with that Saul was David's political and religious enemy. Saul hated David because he knew that David had God's blessing. And Saul hated David because he knew that David was going to take away his political power and become king after him. So Saul tried to kill David, much like our political and religious setting today. Have we really grown up that much in the last 3,000 years? But what does David do now that he is king? David reaches out the hand of forgiveness and reconciliation, the hand of compromise and compassion. It's not an easy way. Saul is dead. Saul's son, Jonathan, is dead. But David doesn't give up. He finds out that Jonathan has a son and that this son was an undesirable. He was lame in both of his feet, someone that we would easily push off to the side and turn our heads away from. But David, remember, he was the runt of the litter, too. David reaches out his hand to the lame outcast, the grandson of his arch rival, and David brings him into his home and says, you shall live with me. And more than that, David insists 
that Meshibotheth eat at the same table. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My cup runneth over. So the two sat there for the rest of their lives, eating together. Because once you begin to eat with your enemy and you invite him into your home, then suddenly he's not your enemy anymore. It's like what G.K. Chesterton said about the better way. He said, it's not that Christianity has been tried and found wanting. It's that Christianity has been found difficult and therefore not tried.